Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here to discuss episode 13 of the Challenge Double Agents. Last week, we were able to successfully get you a video episode on YouTube, which you can find at the Challenge Chronicles on YouTube. Uh, I think we're going to get like one of those signs in the background that say like number of days without a technical incident uh, (laughs) for every single time we're able to successfully record an episode. So hopefully if this goes well, there will be another uh, video episode for you to watch on YouTube. Uh, I feel like that just goes up to six and then it goes back down to zero once we try to record again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you're watching us on Pat Mayo's channel, you can subscribe to us. The podcast version on anywhere you listen to podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. You can subscribe to us if you want to see the actual video of what we look like on our YouTube channel. Uh, We would love if you left us a rating on iTunes. And if you ever have any listener email questions, and we'll get to one later tonight that someone sent in, you can reach us at thechallengechronicles at gmail.com. And with that, episode 13, what uh, did we real, real quick also. Oh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Well, real quick also. Uh, yeah, in the description of this video, we'll have a survey. It's very, very quick. If you guys fill it out, it'll help us determine what kind of content we want to put up moving forward. Um, so just take it literally very, very short. We'll help you guys help us to give you entertainment yeah because we um, entertain ourselves doing this so we want to know what entertains you <laughs> exactly yeah we, we i mean yeah, we, so. we talked for four hours about drew Locke, so we need somebody oh, if only people knew the offline videos that are <laughs> not in existence that, but we've had well, I, I guess two things uh so one uh yeah we would really appreciate if any if uh if you would fill this out so i the last time rob and i spoke he was requesting email addresses in there, but that was only so we could do a drawing and give uh, someone a t-shirt uh, for the people that filled it out. Are you still doing I, that? I actually now? figured it out, Devin, where, well, I actually figured it out now where they should, that should be optional so that they shouldn't have to do that. Okay. So if you want it, if you want to cool. leave us your so email, if you want and, to. yeah, and we will do a drawing for a t-shirt and you can win a t-shirt. Um, this is largely for we're thinking about doing some type of premium product um, with content. Um, and we'd want to, we just want to get an idea of what, what interests you and kind of what you would, um, what would be beneficial? What, what other kinds of content would uh, be helpful? The, all right. So the second thing, what did you uh, bring you up? Had oh, a comment what, do you think the, lock, Devin? what do you think the most heated conversation you've ever had is? You the got Devontae pretty Freeman. mad at me about the Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon stuff. <laughs> I thought that was absurd. I thought that was absurd. I, I'm so I, I just I I don't think there's an appreciable difference between the two. But this is a conversation that would interest like four people. None of I think it just comes down to I think it just comes down to the opinion of. Well, I I don't know. I I think if you picked a different running back than Devontae Freeman, like I think the conversation might be different. You know I mean, what I mean? I, yeah, and he was. I just brought him up because he was. What's the old veteran who went for really cheap while Melvin Gordon yeah. got like twelve million dollars, whatever he got? Like, I think if you would have picked someone else, it would have gone differently. But all right, let's talk about the challenge. Uh, not a lot happened. I, We're very grateful that it was a sixty-minute episode. Yeah, not that it was a bad sniffy. episode, but if this had been a ninety-minute episode, was this was pretty. This was pretty soft. We didn't get. We still haven't had the episode this season. Where it's absolute dynamite. Do you think we're past the point of where it's going to happen? No, because like last season, I would say most people would say the best episode was the Hall Brawl episode towards the end, and that was the second to last episode. And we've seen plenty uh, of times where like 
I think from public perception, I'd be surprised if that wasn't. Oh. The unedited D episode yeah, was, that was astounding. Like that was that great. was number one. That was by far the best. That's one of the best episodes of like well, well, the last. Well, I, remember, I, I said that Jeez. episode was not like the best one in years, and I was accosted. So I, you, I think that. Oh. Have you seen the unedited one? Were you finally able to see yeah, it? Yeah, we 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 we've t- we talked about that before. I, I was able okay. to watch it. You guys had it. Um. um like I, I definitely think, and I also, I mean, we've we've had a plenty of like really good episodes this season. Like I, I think, um, yeah, definitely. What do you think would be the best one so far? The, the Teresa and Jay, the one where they win the mission, and then Teresa just like goes crazy with around the house and sets up everything, and then her and Cam like have the fight, have the meltdown. Probably. Yeah. Um, there were, but I think to kind of what you spoke to, there were a bunch of solid episodes this season. Yeah. We haven't had that episode where it's season, just fireworks for 90 minutes straight. I think this season it's been almost more like the continuous storylines have been really good. They haven't really been one episode where it's really been focused into that. I almost, I kind of almost prefer those seasons. I think there, and so, a lot of times when a season doesn't have a super standout episode, that actually means like there's stuff happening in all of them. Mm-hmm. I would actually agree with that. I would say that the overall, the season has been. If it's not an A minus, it's a solid B plus overall. Now, have really there great. been have there been a couple week episodes? Sure, but like I said a couple weeks ago, I really like the long term story hints they gave in plot points that have been paying off. So to me, it's like a reward as a viewer to pay attention because if I'm paying attention, I'm going to get rewarded with the payoff. So I have really enjoyed how the season as a whole has been edited. So. This episode was fine. Like, I didn't think it was good. I didn't think it was bad. I was grateful it was 60 minutes. If it was 90 minutes, I would probably be saying this is one of the worst episodes we've had in a while. But since it was 60, I was fine. It was fine. Do you think, what do you think the, would any episode from this season be in the top five episodes from the last three seasons, including this season? War of the Worlds 1 now, War of the Worlds 2 to now. It's War of the Worlds one, two. And I was going to say double. I was going to say uh, just two and Total Madness, but we could even do uh, War of the Worlds one. So if it was War of the Worlds if one, it was, it's definitely no, right? right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, yeah, I don't I'll think there's any no. way. If if it was yeah. just War of the Worlds two and Total Madness, maybe. I think the one from two weeks ago or the Teresa episode would sneak in if it was just the last three. Two weeks ago? The that was the one I loved that had all the story payoffs. Like yeah, where like four different <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, forgot about that. I know, and that's why my, that opinion of mine is not popular, and I no, get it. So like threw, the vast threw, majority are going to disagree with me, and I'm fine with if, that. If we threw, is that episode the best since War of the Worlds 1 in that survey, I, I have a feeling we, what, what I, would lose. I would lose. I would lose. I like the Brenner accounts in there. Maybe that's it. I think he said since War of the Worlds 2, right? Not War of the Worlds World 1. No, no, no. I, I, I said War of the Worlds 1, and then we got into the Laurel episode discussion before our technical difficulties. And after thinking about it, I went, you know what? It's not as good as the Laurel episode, but it would be right underneath it for me. I think but, World of Worlds 2 has three episodes in a row that I really like. And all the rest yeah. of them, not, I don't like that much. And they, then... We still uh, need Total to Madness do... Just has like weird spike episodes kind of scattered throughout. Yep, you've got we the Johnny do. West episode, you've got the CT episode. The Johnny West episode See, I loved it, but that's me. It, that was a long time, 20-year viewer getting a payoff, and I was it's just, loving it. It's so it. overindulgent to me. Like, it felt like the show was loving the show itself too much instead of just giving me a good product. Um, 
We we still need to do a top five episodes of all time. I I, I advocated for that. That um I think that's one that we would probably just have to. Do we put a view, a user a viewer poll on that one or no? Who cares? No, yeah, I not? think the, let them say what you want to say. What does this survey look that like? That's a lot. I feel like a lot of people don't remember specific episodes as much as they just remember a moment and don't even really remember yeah. what episode it came in. Um, and then also, like, big poll. I have a lot of filtering I have to do. I feel like... I feel like we just bring two other experts on and we just have a five-way debate. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have some people to hash that one out with. I think I can think of three immediately. Oh, I, I, I have a ton I could think of. I, that would be that, me for me and how I watch the show. I, I could have a list of like twenty. And yeah, whatever. I think my list would be large, and I would have a hard time paring it down. It would take some time and research. Like, I, I, off the top of my head, I could probably say the episode that I like the most from each of the from the past. I, that, that definitely have, a past a past wild season. But don't you have some that are in a tier that you would? feel like you would it would be hard i'm not saying it wouldn't be hard but i'm just saying a lot of people i feel like just remember moments they don't really remember what else happened in that episode yeah because i mean everybody remembers the johnny backpack moment but the rest of that episode was just it was okay oh, so, you was... know the rest of the episode i think is really good because that's also the episode where sarah and laurel throw the attempt to throw the mission for the great team yeah and it's the mission where it's the riot shield mission yeah. where it's Derek versus the rest of those guys yes it is no that's yes, the, no because yes, bananas was already yes. eliminated during the riot shield yeah. mission. Exactly. oh the backpack was the very first the part of the episode yeah. i, I forgot they the cliffhanger was CT bowling him over, and then they so came I think back. That the, at the episode beginning. itself is called Riot Control, which is very appropriate. So, so like the mission, the mission's great. Elimination's obviously great. You have great storylines too, and that's one of the episodes too where you can pretty clearly see like the difference in strategies at that point between the teams, which I think is the most interesting part of Cutthroat. So I really like that episode. I think that would have been one that I would have brought up immediately. So what's the elimination at the end of that episode? They don't have one at the end. They set up the Paula Emily elimination, and um, that's also the one where Tyler beats Derek. But they don't uh, air it. They just air it on the final episode. The did Nani get one of the all-time best edits at the end of the episode here as she Man. wins while they play Bon Jovi? <laughs> and that, then, out. that was pretty she, awesome. She wins while they play Bon Jovi in the background, and they give her pretty Living much living on the, a prayer, no less. They give her the I perfect feel like angle. One thing we need to. They make her look like Chris Johnson shaking someone in open field, as she puts the ring on her side. We need to make sure we have the original cut episodes from War of the Worlds one to now, because I think the music has been so good on the initial running, but then they have to repurpose it in with just whatever they can find for free online. And I think it, they even edit out some scenes in some of the uh, re-release content. So from World of Wars one to now, I think we need to make we need to prioritize getting uh, HD quality versions of the original release episodes. Yeah, sadly, my versions of World of Worlds one, there's a few that are dodgy because of my recording software. So it's, it's um, very disappointing. I know it is I, disappointing. I try watching it sometimes it, it's total madness. Bad. I have so like that was the the dvr that's on my upstairs for whatever reason randomly throughout the show it will just stop and stutter and then catch back up and so you miss like five seconds here 10 seconds there and it's just friggin i don't want to say the name of the company because i don't want to get sued but um the quality of their dvr is great when it works (laughs) yeah so, so 
here, here's so what, what do we think we want i i do we want to just present how to how we solve these kind of dead episodes going forward because I, I have ideas go ahead sure right, do so it this is rob say we'll have producer rob saves the challenge here so what i think going forward i think skull twist i think it's been somewhat played out i think we move on from that and instead when we have these missions what we do is we award points based on how people perform in the mission. You know, back to like Battle of the Sexes 2 or Battle of the Seasons days where people got points and created Inner Circle. But instead of using that to create the Inner Circle, players are then allowed to use those points to buy advantages within the game. So like you could buy a Switch Partners twist, you could buy a, like mix up a different team twist, you could buy a double vote, you could buy to cancel somebody's vote. You know, you come up with plenty of different things to solve this. That way it gives everybody incentive throughout the season to perform in these missions because we've seen so many missions where I don't blame the cast for not performing because there's no reason for them to. And then or missions where it only matters who comes in first. So all the rest of these positions, like if I know I can't beat uh, CT and Cam who are in first, why am I going to com- uh, continue trying? So I-, I think implementing something like that going forward where it, it, it's not only an incentive always to perform in the mission, but it also rewards everybody for, like it rewards second, it rewards third, it rewards fourth, it rewards everybody for participating in it. I think Jeff Probst cried a little just there. I think He's so, very too. proud of you. The fire tokens, he, he was yeah. very happy. That's exactly what he would say, too. I think it's a good idea, though, candidly, yeah. Because I think there does need to be some way that the producers incentivize people to win on days where it doesn't necessarily benefit them to win the elimination, right? Or excuse me, not the elimination, but but the mission. Because we've seen, and like with that with this episode, I mean, who didn't think Gabby and Nani were going in as soon as we started the episode? No one. There was not a single person that thought that a skull was going to get thrown in. Big T could not get thrown in. So literally, it was Nani and Gabby. So yeah, the only whatever, like, the only like two women dragging the cast. I'm like, dude, like this is. This is, it's like so many things in life where it, it, it may look good on like from the, you know, initial two second glance at the idea, but once you implement it, it has a thousand unforeseen consequences. I will say that I, uh, as much as we talk about Anissa's physical ability when it comes to the final, I definitely felt like a little bad for it this episode, especially I, after oh yeah, how I did too, especially after she talked about how she doesn't want to like go back and watch the season and get dragged and talked about how no one wants to be her partner. And then they showed that repeatedly, even Kyle at the end about how he was dreading uh, being partners with Anissa. So that kind of sucks for her. Yeah. That was legitimately funny though, when that happened, like I felt bad for Anissa. I know I make fun of her a little bit and affectionately what, what my nickname is for, but I did feel bad because it's obvious that like, the show and making a, a final is storyline. Like we, yeah, we know Anissa's not good in finals, but it like comes up so frequently. It's like it's just not an interesting discussion point. You know what was interesting though that I found from that whole deal, the fact that on fourteen seasons she only went to two finals. Like I could have sworn it was more than two, but she was very firm that she had only been in two finals. And then I looked at it, I was like, no, she's right. It was dual two, and it was um uh oh, okay. um. Yeah, that's it. She doesn't even she participate. A... Nope. So, yeah, I mean, she doesn't typically, she's not an early boot very often, but she just always ends up seeming in the, the last third of the season to be get knocked out for whatever reason. So, yeah. And it's so interesting because people talk about her elimination record. And then when you look who she's beat, you kind of go, all right, with the exception of DM, 
she was the person they put in to get rid of the scrubs at the beginning, and then she eventually gets knocked out by somebody good. She's kind of yeah. You know how there's always those teams that people will talk about, like oh, they like play up or play down to the level of competition. I feel like Anissa is the opposite of that. She beats who she's supposed to be and loses to who she's supposed to lose to. Yeah, I agree with that assessment wholeheartedly. There is she is properly rated yeah. because what's Why? her most what's her most surprising elimination win? DM like what's her what's her biggest accomplishment? So she has gone against. I mean, she beat Jenna last season, who people think is good, but pa- Paula Robin DM Svetlana lost. Lost to Paula, Siobhan. Paul. She's gone against Paula a ton of fucking times. Siobhan, yeah, Paula. They never rivaled on the season. She beat Tori. That's not bad. That's yeah, that's song. true. I mean, Tori was a disaster in that elimination. She was. Was it the one on the duel where you kind of have to just use the chains and go like this? The duel two? No, uh, when she loses to Paula, you're saying? Oh, this is the first duel. No, she doesn't what? lose to... It's the no, first duel. She... So the first duel, she beat no, Paula could... and Paula. No, so... So no she beat Paula and I can. Or was it I can't lost? I can't. It was one of the two. So I think the... she did I can twice. She loses so the to second... put Lana and I can. So the second duel, she beats Tori in its elevator, and I think that's one with the chains where you have to pull yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the one yeah. Evan beat Nehemiah in. Yeah, and Ryan. she takes the final in duel too. And then she loses and like Ryan to... was one she's paired with Robin, and she goes up against Evan yeah. and Paul in elimination. She's kind of drawing dead there. <laughs> and then she beats Tyree and, and Jasmine. Too... She loses to also not exactly. <laughs> um yeah but like she has rachel as a partner like i, I don't think that's i have to well I, which one is that is that that's um that's the weird x whirly yeah, bird thing around yeah so I you've got tyree who is big and uncoordinated and jasmine who's little like it was the biggest mismatch ever that was like the that was the one elimination i remember watching live and go i've got my money on rachel and anisa because it was just like there's no way tyree and jasmine win this like <laughs> zero she, chance then um, she loses to dunbar pretty Paula. good on 30 30 I don't. Does she? She beats. Doesn't she beat somebody on Dirty Thirty? That's decent. Man, she's been on she a lot of seasons. Fourteen seasons, man. Doesn't Dating she, all uh, the way no, back she, to Texas she, One. She only loses. She loses to Kayla, and she, oh, she loses, loses to, to Veronica. Kayla. Then she wins the redemption challenge against Nicole. So her, I guess, just glancing over this, her best elimination win of all time is probably against Tori. Yeah. You know who Anissa reminds me of if we use a sports analogy? Patrick Ewing. Like Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing was like really good, dude. Well, he was, but he never could win. Like that was the thing. Like he could do fine in the regular season, Uh, but choke away in the playoffs. And so he's regarded as this person with good stats, good leader, big name, played on the dream team. All those kinds of things, but he never got a ring. And the Knicks got better when he left. That's a little that's a little harsh to Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing was she also good, beat. Dude. She also beat Jenna. Um, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And so I like, think I mean, that actually ha- might be a legit victory. I feel like that's good. Like I actually am on her team with that. I don't that's think. A big Jen- I think Jenna's like. I don't know where people rank her right now, but I've always felt like pe- her her record's really inflated. If you look at who she beat, her, she beats absolutely. She 
She has actually yeah. gotten worse the longer she's been on the show. Like she like, started I mean, off she well. Goes up in that pole wrestle against Devon, and Devon absolutely tortures her every round. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, because like she was really good on Battle of the Bloodlines, which doesn't but mean she much. Absolute scrubs on Battle of the Bloodlines. She well, that whole Camilla's season cousin, is absolute she scrubs. So and she's... That's all about height. And then she beats Kellyanne, like some wacky dizzy elimination that has no predictive the, the baseball bat thing, yeah. And then she and Jay make the final as the layup, and they appropriately lived up to their term in that final. Or maybe I should say Jay lived up to that term. Jenna looked like she was at least going to try. Jay was not going to try. And then she was, to me, she was fine in Dirty 30. It was only after Dirty 30 when she hurt her ankle that she started to get worse. I mean, she loses to Kayla in an elimination that's, that's where height's a pretty big factor. Like, that's not great. Um, she doesn't really win any missions that season either. She only wins one that I remember. She wins the one where you just have to run straight, which is, like, the one thing she's, like, decent at. Like, she doesn't win any of the other missions that season. I don't know. Like, and she wins the, she wins the redemption challenges, but it's her competition in those. Like, she's just got so much size. I mean, that, that is her one thing where she does have size on most of these girls. But I, she's just never been somebody I've been that impressed by. She does not use her size well, though, because Laurel uses her size well, whereas Jenna does not yeah. really utilize it that I mean, well. Even so like I would Tori. Like, I think Tori has a lot of holes, but I think Tori's really good at like generating physical contact. and like She knows how to use her size. So do you think there... I was going to ask if there's been any speculation for the next season of the challenge. Very, very, so very tentative. They have so, delayed it a little bit from what I've heard because, because COVID of, regulations might be lifting. So I think they're... They're pushing it uh, back a tiny bit. Also, how much of an overlap do you think they went with the OG season? And I think they this? could care less about that. I, think they really? look, I hope not. I would hope I that they so. push it back. I don't, I don't I, think it's a pushback because I don't think it's because they don't care about the OG season, but MTV primetime cable is different than premiering at 6 a.m. on a streaming network. So, not that it's not of importance. It just means that they're not going to sacrifice their moneymaker for that. So do we know? So I'm under the assumption that the OG season will be released week by week, right? Yes. Because that's what they're doing with the real world. Uh, that would be better. But. I mean, I kind of hope that they just drop it all at once. We watch it straight through and then we do like a 20 hour podcast. Nope. I, I hope not. <laughs> We've done that. It didn't go well. We, yeah, I, I can't handle that again. We'll oh, have to how like, long is that? Uh, have, it was like four, four hours. hours. Four hours of torture. Well, we'll have it's to have painful. a bullpen ready to go, and we can like call in Logan and Pat and whoever else wants yeah. to be like on retainer for when we tag. Yeah. Do I, listened, I feel like I listened to that episode a while ago, and it wasn't that bad. Like relative to a lot of our episode, other episodes around that period of time. Yeah, I think there was a period of time where one of us dropped out for like an extended period, and you were just like, "Keep going." <laughs> <laughs> Probably me. Um, so I thought that I actually thought this would have been a good mission too. It's just like the cast has no incentive to try. So Fessy's in a really good spot here. This is what I wanted to talk about. He's in a good spot here because he knows that either w- woman that goes into elimination this episode will claim his, him as a partner. Why does everybody want to be partnered with him? I think he's the worst of these guys in a final by like a decent margin. Yeah, I actually think Nani made a mistake and should have stayed with Kyle. She should have taken Darrell. Yeah, that's also so would have been really smart, AC, dude. I I thought about that too. Like, I wonder why. Why the is perception Fessy's like such the desired candidate here? Yeah, I, I thought about that too. I wonder if that's a perception of just the women or of the house as a whole. 
You know what I mean? I don't know. And it's weird because it's Nani and Nisa who have done so many of these seasons. And there's so first of all, you've got Terrell and CT on the table, both two people who have won multiple times. You've got uh, Kyle and Corey who are the other options. They both beat Bessie in a final last season. I know it's screwy circumstances, but Corey outperformed him at every leg. And then also we're in Iceland, so we can be pretty confident this is going to be a cold final and at high altitude. Every single time you're at a cold, high altitude final, you do not want somebody with his build because they always struggle. You have Zach on free agents. You have CT on XS1. You had Fessy himself last season. Like people of that build really struggle when you're on high altitude and you're cold. I, I don't see why he's like, why people are picky picking him. And he says like that upset about losing him. I just, I don't get that at all. I, what do you th- I think that it comes down to the alliances in the house. Okay. I really do. Number one, we saw Nani and Cam are working together. So she's not going to take CT from Cam unless Cam tells her to do it. Um, I don't think she's going to, you know, grab Leroy because Leroy and Casey are doing great. She was also doubling, so she couldn't have picked him. Yeah. And, and then you've also got the Darrell Amber situation. Darrell and Nani have never been on a season together until this season. Like, what's her relationship with Fessy? She at least has done a season with him, and it's also probably part of the alliance she's a part of. Like, hey, we need you to would get think Fessy away. With Anissa and Amber B. Like, I would. Well, no, no, well, you would think that, but. I, at the end of this, I think it comes down to they said, hey, listen, Fessy, we don't want him to run the final with Anissa for obvious reasons. Pick him. And I have a feeling that's probably how it went down. Uh, wow. Well, if what if that's the case, I think like I, like if you're on the show and you're in her situation, you should be playing to win. Like, I don't think you should be like. I would have picked relationships. There's certain times where I can see where damaging that is of negative value to your life more so than not wanting the show would be. But I, I think when you're in a situation where I, it's hard for me to believe that it's that like it's that drastic of uh, emotionally damaging where she's not prioritizing just getting the best competitor on her team. And I think if she's with Darrell, I think she would have like a legit shot. Whereas with Fessy, I, I, I don't see them doing well. At all. Honestly, if she had picked Darrell, they become the favorites, like hands down. I thought CT came over them by a little bit. I, I think CT slimmed down enough now where I don't think he has issues and. Seems like he's gotten a little heavier since the start of the season, though. If you go back and go back and watch the first episode, so I re- yeah, I feel like I saw so. I saw a clip of the first episode. I think it was when they did the flashback of CT CT's decision to not pick Cam as a partner at the beginning of the season. He looks noticeably more slim than he does now. Because how many weeks later are we? Probably five or six. Yeah, yeah so a month and a half later. He's gonna phone pretty quickly. Um. What do you think of Anissa's decision to pick Kyle over Corey? Um, I would have. I I think it does make sense. Just in that, I thought her point actually didn't make a lot of sense. Well, Corey's going to really want to go into the next elimination. Kyle's probably not going to want to risk it, even though he does have Anissa. So I I think it makes sense to pick somebody who you're at least like similarly incentivized with. Hmm. I would agree with that. I mean. <laughs> He's going to want to go in, and what if they do a double cross and you both have to fight it out? So yeah. you're better off being partnered with another skull than with someone who's not at this point. Because, I mean, we're at episode 13. We're, we might be going to 17, we think. We, we know they said 17. Is this 17 or 19? I think 19, 19, but I think we, we think it's two reunions. Yeah. yeah. I would two, not be two shocked. Two reunions in like an episode and a half for the final. So we have technically four episodes left. So this is my prediction. 
we're going to get one more male elimination. We're going to get one more female elimination and we're getting a purge and a final. Purge in the final or purge outside of the final? Purge before the final. Like per- so like in War of the Worlds 1 where they purge Pauline Davon and then they have the final the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting that set up because I'm just counting and I'm looking at the episode order and I'm looking at other stuff and it just it feels like we're heading towards a purge and someone's going to get screwed. That is probably a favorite. I think our niece and Kyle still probably end up back in elimination though, right? At least for one episode. I just think they're still the outsider team. Like right now, I think pretty clearly the power nexus season has been Leroy, Cam, Nani. There are the other three teams. I don't think any of them are going again. I think it's Kyle. Oh, Casey. Well, Casey is- Casey's paired with Leroy, I'm saying. I think it's inevitable that Kyle's going into the next elimination because let's face it, they're not going to throw Fessy in. They're not throwing Leroy in. They're probably not throwing CT in. They're not going to throw, um, who's the other one? I'm sorry. A uh, Darrell in. So it's going to uh, be Kyle. Over that, I forgot about them. They, they could it's, also do it. Darrell has been riding to... with Leroy pretty hard the entire season, apparently, but I still think Anissa and Kyle going over them, but they're actually another option where I could see them going. Yeah. I think it's going to be Kyle and Corey in the next male elimination, like hands down, because Kyle is the odd man out in all of those alliances that are left. Yeah, he he does seem like the the Cam. Just, I think just has too much power. I just have a hard time seeing CT get put in where she and her risking that. It was interesting to see how poorly they did as partners this week, and based off of the preview for next week's episode, it doesn't seem like it gets any better. I mean, we'll see. We don't know when they're misleading us on these things. And then we also just like, like again, like, why are they trying? Who? Cam and CT? Yeah, why, why are they trying? They're not going in. They're At just getting point, good camera time, baby. Try to just wrap up the mission. Just camera time, baby. That's all it is. Well, you get plenty of camera time when they, they're clowning you for not trying, evidently. What do we think about so- Fessy, like... Fessy's acting job of trying to seem like he's not throwing them in. It was pretty bad. Absolutely. (laughs) It was was Danny level in Gauntlet 3 how bad the acting was. He got got found out, though. Danny got found out, too, right? Everybody knew Fessy and Danny were being... When he was running in circles around the pyramids. I don't think so. I don't think anyone ever... Somebody has a confession where they say they saw him. Somebody No, I I think think it's like Coral. I'm so. pretty confident that Coral Coral has doesn't it. come right out and say <laughs> it, but she hints like, that guys weren't crying was what she said in her confession. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah. So, do we assume that they just give Corey what he wants next week and let him go in? Or do, uh, if so, it's against Kyle, like, sure. Who do we think they would try to like... Who do we think would be getting backstabbed otherwise? Because already one of them is going in, and that means one of if we just assume it's Kyle, because I, I do think it's what if they, Kyle. What if they try and put Darrell in because they don't want to face him in the final? I just have a hard time seeing that happen. It really depends on how tight Amber B is in the Big Brother Alliance. Because yeah, I think the, it's more about Darrell and Leroy than it is about same, Amber I, B and the Big Brother people. Yeah, I, think I think it's it about Darrell and Leroy. What what Leroy wants to happen? Um, it's weird to me that they were so intent on getting Wessa and they're just fine letting Darrell get to the final, but they haven't identified him as a threat at all. I think they were worried about Wes from the political standpoint. But you and can I work get with that. Wes politically. You can't work with Darrell in a final. Like he's you not definitely be like, can't. Oh, okay, I'll make a deal with you and not win. Yeah. 
it's kind of like the this will sound banana homerish, and I'll admit that I love bananas. We all know this. I never have understood why the cast focuses so intently on getting rid of him at the beginning because they make that their main focus. It has felt like for it several seasons. Season. It's not always that way. But I feel like, especially for War of the Worlds 1 and 2, that was the goal, was to get Bananas out as I, soon as possible. The, okay, so War of the Worlds 1, I think that was mostly West. War of the Worlds 2, he threw a mission the previous episode and orchestrated a blindside of one of the pioneering players of the opposing so he kind of got what he deserved. Tower. I think you, at that point, you have to throw him in. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see any way you let him hang around. But you can even say that about him, like, even in Vendettas. Like, it seemed like, you know, once they had the opportunity, they did it. And I'm very much in the corner of... You know, you want to wait to put bananas in until you have a favorable elimination matchup. And often when they try to throw him in, like in free agents, when Jordan played that well, card too last early, time he got like a cream puff elimination. It had been so long since he won Isaac in free agents is that one. Was, that was so long ago, though. And you don't know it's going to be Isaac. It's the because the, 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 the kill cards. You're right. That was random. He got lucky. You're right. Um there's a four episode stretch on free agents that's incredible. I don't. I, yes. I think yeah. There, I would have that, it it's like a great season. Yeah, it's he very does. There's, he does have some tough matchups and eliminations. Just scrolling through these right now. He had. He. It's been a while since he got like. I mean, he hadn't won an elimination. He had won one when he was paired with Sarah, and they got Dario and Nicole when it was just picking skulls. I didn't even get put in, and it's, he lost every single other elimination from. Uh, Exodus two to now outside of that. Oh, Exodus two to Total Madness outside of that one. Yep. Yeah. But so he, he only... went against his last ones are Wes, Theo, Zach and Zahida. Yeah. Um, Nelson and Shane. Or no, that was that was, that was Natalie Richard. and Polly. Natalie, Natalie and Polly. Natalie and Polly. Joss and I mean, Sylvia. A rigged elimination, by the way. Uh, but that there's so much. We are reporting about that. I don't think we can say the elimination was rigged. You know, Wes coming out on his podcast this week and saying that the cast from that everyone wasn't on, like that was Polly, on his podcast, that was his just Patreon or whatever, somebody else's. Uh, that, that, but, I, I, I texted you that today. I wasn't listening to that. He that's was right. On you sent Challenge it to Mania, me. and what he just just what he said was that on Final Reckoning, the missions were so poorly done that the cast had to ask for help on how to like do them and have to redo them. There was and then I know elimination. We have no clue what it was. But then when they did the bananas, uh, Tony versus Natalie and Polly elimination, they did it one day, and bananas and um, uh, Tony were smoking it, so they stopped it and set up another I, elimination I, for the next day. None of that elimination, and we heard from bananas and Tony that bananas and Tony were smoking it. I don't think we can say for sure how far ahead they were. Or like to, we, I mean, either I, way, I, they were doing an elimination and supposedly were winning. They stopped it and then come back the next day with a completely different elimination with an elimination that was more equalized, which is why that whole friggin' season is hot garbage is stuff like that. Like just, I, it is I a steamy pile of shit. I just think the there are so many gallons. things that are bad on seasons. Like every season has problems pretty much. What was uh, final reckoning is by far the season with the, I would rather sit through sexes one again than sit through Final Reckoning. Like, I am dreading when we cover Dude, I just can't, I just can't get through it. It's so bad. So, all right. So I, what I really was, don't mind Final Reckoning. I think Final Reckoning was, definitely has its moments. What was this elimination uh, between Riff Raff and Johnny like? G- give me the, give me the it breakdown. Was it, was, it, was, it, it was a was joke. It was a joke. And Riff Raff is like... It was Riff Raff it was, it was putt-putt. like putt-putt, and then also Riff Raff to that point had left the show like at, on three different occasions. He just left, and people couldn't find him. So he like he went to a concert. He, like, 
what does he do? He like tosses his club to the side and like jokingly tries to use his head. Clearly, just like he did not care a lick yeah. about that show. Like that none. Season, we need to cover that season to some extent because that season is such a mess. Like it, like you have To versus CT. You have Camilla hitting the producer with the golf cart. Like it's it's, it's a have, weird have season. Romeo getting his bodyguard to like attack Zach. Like there's that season's just such nonsense. Who wins that season? Bananas, uh, Emily, Emily. Yeah, yeah. The finals the actually the not terrible. Wanna, the stars don't want to mission the entire season. No, nope, it was bad. <laughs> and then the, the next season, they had Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan's daughter, on it. That season's really good. I really that actually. That what was her name? I want to see. Uh, was it Rashida? No, not Rashida Jones. Um, Rashida Jones. Uh, Lo- what's uh, Louise? Louise, I want to see Louise on the main show because she outpoliticked West that season. It was great. She she she's really good. They should, they were talking, apparently her. She they've asked her a bunch. She just has declined. She's got other stuff going on. Who is it? Louise Hazel. She's a British athlete, much more mentally adept than Lolo. She's much better than Lolo. <laughs> Not maybe physically, but mentally. She, for sure. the, I think she's actually more entertaining. She's great on both seasons, but I think she's better on the original Champs versus than the third one. See, I loved just, her. Just don't put the lines. She's like a Bond villain that season. She's great. Yeah. she's She really was. In that third season where Wes is trying to come strike a deal with her, Louise is like, you taught me how to play this game. I know what you're doing. I'm not doing it. And he was like, man, uh, he was get, he, like he was jokingly upset because he's like, man, I taught her too much. <laughs> Think about it. That's, that season comes um, before Final Reckoning. Yes. In between Vendettas and Final Reckoning. Okay. Uh, All right. So, so with I, these I, professionals, like – these people have been in the same outfits for so many of them. Do we think they didn't film enough? And after the season, they said, Kyle, CT, Cam, like a few of you guys come around and we need you to film a few more of these. Didn't they do that in Inferno 3? They've done that a few times. Yeah. They, I know that Inferno really, 3 was... The one time they did it, and you can clearly tell, was on Dirty 30 with the Camilla incident when they have uh, CT and Johnny come in. But with this season, I really think, because like, Kyle's been in that little brown jacket, CT, he's done so many confessionals where he's in that black jacket. Um, but they're also uh, just dressed in a manner where they I just aren't. think they had an outfit and they asked yeah. them to wear it every time. I don't I don't know maybe. that there's that many. Uh, maybe. I, don't, I think it would be less likely this season than in other seasons that they would ask them to come do it just because of COVID. That's you know what I mean? Point. That's a good point. Especially uh, with Kyle, too. He's British, so it's probably hard to bring I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's not like last season where we saw Bear in the same exact outfit three episodes in a row. Maybe even longer in that Hawaiian shirt. Remember? I just think. I mean, every episode Kyle's been in that outfit. Like he had, he had confessions in that outfit in the preview episode. I think he no. was just doing the character and wearing the outfit. Like I really do. I usually you can tell by the context of how they're talking, and I just don't get that vibe this season. If they filmed them in post. Yeah, I just don't. Th- I think everything was filmed on location. Like, do I think though that when they were eliminated, they might have done a longer confessional interview and had them reflect back on the whole season and fill in some gaps? Absolutely. Like, I think it's entirely plausible that before they sent them home from Iceland, that they they filmed some extra confessionals. Like, I would buy that. Do we? 
I really liked Cam too, like doing Leroy and Casey's math equation for them from the other cell. Yeah. And PJ got all pissed at her about it. Like they're fine with people getting. And TJ got mad at her after the mission and was like, oh, your partner tried, but you didn't. I mean, she's at least doing something. And you guys are, they're fine with them ganking up on some of these missions and other missions it's not allowed. I don't see why. Like, why? There's some missions where it's specifically designed where the cast this is supposed is- to gang up on one member. And then there's these other missions where they do that and they're like, oh, that's against the rules. Like, like, what are we doing? Rob, this is a different outfit that he's wearing. So he's wearing, he's worn this shirt before. He wears this shirt quite a bit. Him and Devin wear this shirt. And the brown, they both the one with the brown jacket, yeah, and the white turtleneck. It's not a turtleneck. So if you go back and watch it again, it's like a like a. Is it like a, a ringer shirt? shirt like has like a. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have, I'll have to look at I this more intently. I know which one you're talking about. He has that like turtleneck with the blazer that he he's worn quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Maybe he just has very similar outfits, and he's been uh, de- deceiving me this entire time. All right, yeah, I feel like the amount, the, the the percentage of time that we've talked about the actual episode from this week has been very small. I feel like that's a good indication of what we think very of this small. episode. What? Overall, right, good for Nani. I, I, let's just talk about Nani for a minute. I know we mentioned it yeah, at the top. I mean, she really did get, like you said, the hero edit. I mean, when they had her jumping in slow motion on that third grab as the swell to living on a prayer happened. was actually pretty good. I, yeah, I actually give them a lot of credit. Like I did not think Nani had it in her mentally to come back after being down one, nothing because she's not one in a, I don't think she's won a single non-partner elimination before this episode because the other seasons yeah, where it's right. like, she never went in elimination on free agents that I recall. No, she didn't. And then the only other non-partner season she did would have been the Battle of the Bloodlines thing where you had to compete by yourself, but her well, sister I mean, competed. Well, well last lost. season in War of the Worlds too, and she lost her eliminations to both of those. That she end. lost to that. She lost to at- Smashly. That's right. And I think this was her. To Melissa. So I think this was her first win yeah, as a single competitor. Yeah, yeah. She had, a, she had a few wins with Wes on Rivals Three, but she had, that was an individual. And they had one one in uh, I think Battle of the Seasons. Her in. Um, no, no, she didn't. She and Alton lost. Never mind. She and Alton throws that one and they lose. Yeah, Alton threw it. So yeah, it was their first win. So kudos to Nani for ten seasons in pulling out a, a solid, impressive victory tonight. Rob, do you think that they should uh, randomly put a hidden immunity idol in the house? <laughs> what would be the purpose of it? That it would be the Tyler Perry idol, and so you just played after you're voted in. If you it, like, if you go into elimination and you get knocked out and lose elimination, you can play it and come back in. I uh, I would uh, I do not think that will occur at any point. It would be theory, pretty funny I, for them to do that yeah, one season where they just have like like Jay like, like like Jay or Natalie is sitting on the couch and they just like lift up the couch cushion and there's like some <laughs> rock under there that says they can. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm honestly avoid elimination. You know what would be really hilarious is if like Johnny Bananas or someone heard this and did it as a prank and they like, created like this oh, elaborate that would, that thing. Would be incredible. Yeah. And then someone Good tries idea. to play it yeah. and looks like a complete Dude, dumbass. They, they need to steal that one. If like when the next time Johnny or Wes are on a season, like just like what he did with the notes on Vendettas. Oh yeah, yeah. which is brilliant. Like, some, so good. That's, that's next. Level. It with him and it'd be like guys. 
this gives me immunity. If you any of you vote, if too if I if any of you vote for me and I play this, the next person we vote in that would be incredible. Definitely <laughs> do for it. Do that, yeah. And just say I that would, it's an advantage that he got in the game, and just like, <laughs> oh, he should even like go as far to like do it in front of TJ. You know oh, yeah, I mean? that's what I mean is, like, you need to make it, like, if you what are called into elimination. So, like, what are the chances TJ – like, what do you think TJ has to do? It? Like, TJ is definitely talking to production at the very least, right? TJ oh, yeah. is probably looking at them like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, well, no, I could just – He's not going to – well, I don't know if TJ's like on like, on his feet enough to not give away what he's trying to do. You know what I mean? Because, like, in that situation, Jeff Probst is, like, stone-faced, and he's like, I'm not going to tell you – if what they have is real, I'm not going to tell you if it's fake. You need to operate with the information that you have at hand. I, I feel like if that was a scenario that could possibly play out before an elimination, the producers would pull TJ aside and go, hey. Because you know that they tell TJ yeah, about stuff. Going into it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So going into it. The, so the he would be forewarned. He could he could practice. <laughs> I, that that would be that that would be pretty man. One somebody needs to steal that. I don't know if he or John West will be on the next season, but somebody, I don't know, whoever Cam, somebody, somebody's got to take that one and use that. That would be incredible. Yeah, that's, that's one of those I things that I don't think I. I bet you no one's ever really thought about that, and uh, I, it's very I, think, I, I think the Survivor people now probably have like. Yeah, um, you're right. Like it's believable. It's it seems like something that they would do on the show. Just have it lying around the house? I don't know, man. Well, no, what you do is is you, like, put a clue under someone's mattress, and in there is, like, a clue to a hidden elimination nullifier. And then they start going around the house, finding the different clues until they find it, and then they hide it. The one thing with them, because, like, on Survivor, they'll... Like, on Survivor, if somebody finds a fake idol and they bring it to production, they won't tell them if it's real, right? No, they won't. Yeah, on, on no, because you've got – you you have TV gold if you see this going down but as a producer. See, I think on the challenge, they would have 100% tell them if it's real. And they usually don't tell well, them anything, right? I think they no, I, I think they let that play out. Like, really? you, you want that to play out. you got to let it ride. I mean, dude, I don't if, if, should, if they design it – I feel like so surprised. I think they would just tell them. No. I think they would see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's I, I mean, look, I don't know any of these production members. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. I try to give them – after listening to that podcast with the producer on the Entertainment Weekly podcast, I've given them not enough credit sometimes. I, I think like sometimes – I feel like if production is too aware of me, they have a dartboard of me in their uh, production <laughs> room that they're using. It's entirely possible. But the other thing about the elimination that cracked me up is that when Anissa picked Kyle, watching TJ trying not to laugh at the situation was hysterical. Go back and watch TJ's really? reaction. When Kyle's going like fuck no, TJ's like <clears throat> like trying to cover his mouth, and he has like this Cheshire Cat grin. He's legitimately trying not to lose it on camera. Power rankings already? Yes, yeah, sure. Wow. Or oh, have you re- have you thought over my Amber B versus Casey bet? Uh, what's the bet? Well, I, you you said you would determine what odds you were giving me uh, after the week. Well, I'm giving you odds on that. You're the one who wanted. Yeah, the... you said odds. Uh, well, you said odds you last said week. Odds. I am? what? Yeah, you're, you're giving Amber B versus Casey. You were going to give me odds. No, I think that's bullshit. I need to go back and listen to that. <laughs> I thought you were, like wanted to do it straight up. 
That's what you said. You said Aaron. You said Aaron because you were clowning me for having. You said he would give me odds. You said you would think about what odds you would give Rob. Yeah. So think right, about I'll, and actually I'll, give odds. Yeah, different, I'll think about it. I, I have literally thought Again, zero. Come on, dog. You got to give me odds uh, now. One of them's gonna I get thought, knocked out next episode. I thought like less than zero seconds about that over the last week. I'll think about it. I promise. Did, I'll did you put our cameras as Casey bet in the document? Yeah, it's there. Line twelve. The cam the, the cam versus Casey one? Yeah, it's right there. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, we should I'm make not, this. I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I hadn't looked at it. We should make how much right, you, how much look at it. I would not take this bet for the record, but what would your odds be for Anissa not to come in last if she runs the final? How many people are what in the final? What kind of odds? It doesn't matter. It, it Anissa is in the final. Uh, it, what how did DQs count? Doesn't it, it doesn't it? Anissa just has to finish higher than someone else in the final. But I'm saying if somebody DQs in the final, is that considered last or is that considered just not even placed? That's con- no, the person who was DQ'd is considered last. Yeah, so but like she, Anissa, I mean, but like if people, she finishes, how many finishes what was higher. Last final that there wasn't a DQ. I guess War of the Worlds too, but that's a team final. Like I, I don't. Yeah, that's yeah but that's not a DQ. So and yeah, final so reckoning is not a DQ, but final reckoning is also final reckoning. Like Vendetta yeah, has been called DQ. Vendetta's yeah, dirty thirty um, does There's no DQs. Invasion doesn't. Rivals three doesn't. I guess like, there's actually more that, that don't. I think X is two yeah, is the no, last you're right. DQ. X is two has the JDQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's a, there's a lot where they come close. I guess World of the Worlds one. Uh, I mean, you have the two DQs and Hunter basically dies when he's trying yeah, to eliminate. Th- those are definitely whatever. But yeah, if you if you were to say, what would your odds be that in the final Anissa finishes higher than last? Um, plus one seventy five, plus two hundred. I don't think it's that high. What do you think, Devin? I haven't been listening. What's the question? He's searching something now. I can hear him typing. Yeah, what's the what's the prop bet for Anissa to not finish last in the final? Like, what are the odds you'd give? Like, I don't want to take it. I don't, think it. I don't think it's that bad, honestly. I mean, they're in pairs. Like, there's stuff that happens, and like, she's good at other stuff. Besides, like, her obviously her endurance is a problem, but like, she's good at the other stuff. Where if there's like a puzzle purge at any point, like, she can win that easily. Well, these people sure. suck at puzzles. I just who's, don't who's think she can. At this point, there's going to be four she's pairs. Very good. What's that? So. I think there's four people in the final, right? Or four pairs? We don't know. I mean, I know. it could be. I mean, if they we do a purge, five, it might be three pairs. We were I think five, we're going to get. It could be five, could be four, could be three, could be two. Who knows? I give her. Like 10% to not finish in last. That's ridiculous. 15%. That's absolutely. Bet on that right now. Well, we, we could, like that. That's ridiculous. Twenty-five percent chance, just off the bat, by pure chance. If there's four pairs, if there's four I, pairs, I, I five, think there's going to be five. Well, I think we'd have to see five. Firstly, I, I we'll think start with I, five. So if five, I, percent, I, I, if, if five pairs, that means there's twenty percent chance. But like, there's. I mean, I, I think I, I think ten percent is crazy. No, it twenty percent. I don't. Like a, you think there's Trace, you don't think that's crazy? A ten percent chance a ten percent she doesn't finish in last? Oh yeah, wait, I think no, that's about... yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is is like what is the odds that she finishes something other than last in this final? Yeah, I guess I'm yeah, I'm thinking about this, right? Yeah, so it's ten percent 
She has a 10% chance to not be last place. Because, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. She has an 80% chance. There's like a 40% chance somebody DQs. And like, that could be her, but I would say it's not. I would go with the odds. She has has an 80%. So off the bat, she has an 80% chance um, by pure chance. Yeah, I would need to think about it. I don't think she has a good chance. So, I mean, especially when you look at the other people left in the cast, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really there's a scrub a left. Somebody DQs. If DQs, if DQs count, there's also these purges where it's not endurance-based. So it could be a puzzle. It could be whatever. Like, I mean, like, Cara Maria gets knocked out of War of the Worlds 1 because she loses the puzzle. I don't know gets knocked out because he loses the elimination. War of the Worlds 2, they have the purge. They have these purges all the time in finals, and usually they're not endurance-based. She could... I think if she's in that, she's actually, like... Uh, like I, I think CT is the best of puzzles, but she's like second or third. Yeah, I just because it's in Iceland, Iceland, and I think that it's going to be high altitude. I don't even know that she gets through the first leg. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that's way too hard on her. I don't know, dude. I, I I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. Based on I, I what the 10, evidence 10%, we have, I seen, think is absolute lunacy. To not finish in last, yeah, yeah I, gotta, I think it's absolutely. Uh, so she, so, so there is a ninety percent chance, in my opinion, that she comes in last. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. I mean, that, I that, really that's am. Just so ridiculous. You, you say yourself DQs count and um, like per discount forty. There's like a forty percent chance somebody just gets injured. Sorry, You're not wrong. On. I just don't think they're even going to get that far. Like whoever her partner is is literally. I mean, we Why? saw like in I, the she, one she we the duel saw with Mark Long, and I think the that was harder final than last. Ooh, man, dude, that was a long time ago, and she was not in great shape then, but she is in worse shape now. Like no, I was thinking. Me, about, uh, no, I was that's thinking not about even it a good comparison. I, I, I think that I was thinking about it wrong. So it was. I, I did the numbers backwards. So it's by pure chance, it's eighty percent. That she finishes in a place other than last, and because it's Anissa, like will knock off a lot. So yeah, it's definitely higher than that. I agree, it's higher. Yeah, I think that's I think that's legitimately crazy. Like I think that's higher. like like that that that's that that's if Trace is running a book, he's going bankrupt in two days if he's putting out those type of odds. <laughs> well, like, of I, course, I that's, that's why crazy. I wouldn't take the bet. There's too many there's too many variables, but if you would bet on it, it's like there is an odd that I, you I would be like, safe with it. I bet it's like 50-50 that she finishes in last. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think it's like 50. Yeah. I, I would you said that? that? Yeah. yeah. I, I, when I think about it, I think it's like 50-50 at least. There's just such a but chance. But still, like 50-50 to, to finish in last. You know what I mean? That's what we're well, talking about. 10. 10 is ridiculous. It I is ridiculous, but I, I, I just I see the track record. I see who is in the final. And I we see... don't know who's in the final, what the pairs are. We don't know the con- what the context of the final is. We don't know how difficult I... it's going to be. We don't know so many things. I would assume it's going to be difficult because they all are, except for final reckoning. Last season um... was not that difficult. I don't even. Oh, I, mean, know, I would. Yeah, I would just. That's tough. a cardio biller. I mean that. I think that was tougher than the final was not that difficult. Like there's been plenty of finals that she would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, not, like, if it's one of the world's one, like who knows? Like half the cast is probably gone. But like, I, I mean, I don't think that's happening. I mean, uh, if it was still the team era and she had a team that could help her, 
I think they could overcome it. But after watching that one mission this season where she and Fessy had to carry the thing and they went and got them a smaller one just so they could finish, that told me everything I needed to know. But it's she like we will not. There's no incentive for her to try. There's literally none. In her final, she's trying. And that time, there's, why is she trying? She's not going to win. She doesn't even need power at that point. They had won the first two missions. Why is she trying? Uh, I mean, she still wants to try and get power to like put people in her yeah, alliance in, in a better mission. place. She was in a great spot politically. Like, I don't see why she's trying. So the best, the, obviously, the thing that would be most likely to happen at that point is she wins. Fessy puts himself in elimination. She loses him as a partner. Did he not have a skull at that point? Yeah, he didn't have a skull. Remember, he he skips out on the Jacob elimination on the Jacob elimination. That's oh, that Jacob ends up. Sorry, that what's that's what ends up happening, right? When so what uh, episode does he do? They win again, and he throws himself in. No, no, that was the episode Tori and Devin won, and then he tells Tori to put him in. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Yeah, like I, I, I think, I, I think that that's absolutely crazy like i we, we've had a lot of like again add this to the chart the whiteboard of what what's trace's weirdest take i think my hot take of the week crazy. the crazy like that, hot like, take of the that week was like like when i was scrolling through my phone the other day and saw Kawhi leonard at 40 to 1 to an nba mvp and i bet i, I, I have this legal now for us to bet here so i bet a decent amount of money on it that that's absolute lunacy um all right fair enough Rocco power first. rankings I'm keeping mine the same. I don't have any changes. Yeah, well, there's no new inf- – I mean – I, Actually, I think it does change a little bit now. Yeah, be because now, around partners. So the Fessy-Nani partnership intrigues me because Nani did I, I, I don't. I think they have no shot. I don't think they're oh, going really? to win. Oh, well, they have a chance. I, I don't think that they're winning. I, I, I would, would be, say they have a better chance than – not you know what i mean like i feel like of the strong teams that are left if one of them won the season i wouldn't be upset about it because i feel like those teams earned it and have the potential we have some good teams going into the final for sure Darrell and amber's like, I, good I think and cameron is better than them i think throwing amber beard is better than them i think leroy and casey are just better than them i think what's going to be really intriguing is if both ct and cam and leroy and casey if they all make the final which we if they don't get purged out i think they will that is going to be an interesting matchup because I think that even though I would bet or I would want, I don't know if I'd want, I actually would like to see Leroy get a win in his retirement. I like to see Leroy get a win. I really would like to yeah, see Leroy I mean, get I a win. Like, I really appreciated how he's adapted his gameplay these past two seasons too. He's actually really been like doing stuff now. He seems like he really wants one. I think he's played pretty intelligently too, because that was something mm-hmm. I always like to see rewarded. Yeah, I mean he's this made was, one three missions. Like I, I like this to season that. is by far the best performance he's had start to finish. Like yeah. I feel like War of the Worlds World two, pretty on point. He and was Axis, on point, Axis but two he's really good in eliminations. He's awesome in eliminations that season. Yeah, right, so but has, this season is by far his best performance to me. Yeah. Like it's not even a question. Rob has CT Jarrell and Leroy for the men. For the women, he has Cam, Amber P, and Casey. And overall, he has Cam, CT Jarrell. What uh, Trace? Are you going to change anything? No, it's going to stay the same for now. Trace, Trace has C.T., Darrell. Am I reading this off the right column yet? Trace has C.T., Darrell, and Leroy for the men. For the women, Cam, Amber B., and Casey. And then overall, Cam, C.T., Darrell. And then I will – yeah, I'll leave mine the same, I guess. I have Darrell, Fessy, C.T. for the men, Casey, Cam, Amber B. for the women. And then Casey, Cam – Darrell overall, 
And let's do listener email. If you ever want to send us a listener email, you Deb, I don't see this um, Cam Casey bet in our Google Doc. It's on 12, line 12. I'm looking at it right now. I also I want no um, outs on this bet. What do you mean? Well, this is, for me, this is mostly edit based. So, like, if somebody, if something weird happens to somebody, that counts. Sure. So, line twelve. All right, cool. On waiters, do you see it in that waiters tab? Yeah. So, I actually saw somebody doing edgic, like an actual like edgic board for the challenge. They've had Cam since week one, and CT's been on top for most of it. Let's have him come on. Reach out to him or her. I'll, I'll see what I do. Honestly, you're the only, like, basically the only person I know that doesn't think they're editing the show, at the very least to, like, tell the story of who wins the season. Fuck no, they don't. That, that, that's, they don't. You're, out of the people who, like, watch the show, like, intently, like, you're legitimately one of the only people they're I know. They're building up, like, that. a narrative in their mind. They're, like, going back and, like, after the fact, trying to, like, make sense out of noise. That's what's going on. Not, not, that, that's not that's not entirely the only the case, season, man. and I will maintain this: the only season where I have felt that the winner was telegraphed was last season because everything they were okay. doing made it seem like the Johnny Bananas redemption story. Like it well, was even episode Jen got one. So much screen time, and it wasn't like she was like in drama a lot. But he no, disappeared like three quarters of the way through the season with, because with, of the so, D story. Last season, I, last season, I actually don't think you could count because the D stuff is like, what? What are we doing with that from a filmmaking perspective? At that. Mm-hmm. I think but like from episode one, episode one, I knew Bananas was winning. Like it, it just, it was just the way they edited it, and they had him and Wes. Like it just felt it's like Devin, legitimate. You're the only person I know, like out of the people. I've, I even asked people about this. Like if they even think that they're not going to edit it in some fashion so that the winners are satisfying for the viewer. Like you're the only person I know that thinks so. They don't though. Gala it's three is like the raging. Like, I think that's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's not to make it. So you're saying that they edit it in a way to make it make the winner look good. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that they edit the story in a way that the winners like they tell the story of the winner in a satisfying way for the viewer. No, I don't think so. We can go back and look at this. Here, let's pull it up right now. We've done this before. We haven't done it so season by season before. I, don't I would we say Rivals won, even though Johnny and Tyler win, the story there is C.T. Adam the whole season. Like, that's the story. Oh, but the main character doesn't necessarily mean that they were the, like, winner's story. But even the edit they gave Johnny and Tyler didn't necessarily give off that they were winning. Like, I remember being legitimately yeah, but you surprised. Could, like, with Johnny and Tyler, they show them as the t- team who's, like, built up the most chemistry to that point. With Kenny and West, they're still fighting, and they really highlight that throughout the season. With CT and Adam, they're kind of being pulled back and forth, and they're kind of like the typical dramatic team that gets launched right before the end. Hold on, I'm looking something up. War of the Worlds 2, I don't see, like, that. that's another one where they're clearly highlighting the story in a way to favor one side over the other. So for the first War of the Worlds... Guess where Turbo, Turbo gets an incredible hero edit throughout that entire season. Like they're adding in visual effects to like all of his special moves. They do, getting... the they do that in War of the Worlds too, and he gets thrown off the show. Uh, visual effects to his stuff. I mean, yeah, I they did. Kind of a villain they totally World. did it in War of the Worlds. That was totally the thing that they do for Turbo, like the fucking fireball where he like shoots it out the of his yeah, I mean, I bet it's also after they've established that in World of the Worlds one. They do. I'm telling you, like he gets a, he, he they make him look really good on World of the Worlds one. The World of the Worlds two, it's a lot different. I don't buy that. Like I don't think they edited him that way in World of the Worlds one. Um. So before World of the Worlds one, 
it's final reckoning. I mean, we'll, we'll see this season, right? Who, you said this about Leroy and Cam at the beginning of the season. We'll see if they win. I, I've had Cam from day one, yeah. But I think both of you, the first episode, Leroy and Cam, you, you thought that they were editing them in a way. Well, I don't hey, think Trace. Leroy number one after episode one? You said, you said that you thought that they were editing. Here, let's look. Yeah, you did say that in episode one. No, I remember one, I said I would take Cam against Cam. the field at this point after episode one. I still feel pretty yeah. good about that. I don't think I, I did. Like, I was not a believer. Yeah, you were number one. I think yeah. I'd have Cam CT at like. I'd have Cam CT at like 70% at this point, 20% to Rel Amber B, then 10%, something else. Um, so, yeah, I, like, I don't. Maybe I'm misrepresenting the situation and more people are on your side than I know. I just know from talking to other people who watch the show intently. That's you, two, you two are literally the only people that you, you two are the two of the three people I talk to about the challenge. So I have no idea what other people think about this. Um, the, the, right. It's you guys and the people on Reddit that hate me that, uh, <laughs> that I talk about the show with. Do you think we're generally liked or disliked on Reddit? I think liked generally. I think we're liked yeah, I generally. Think we're rel- I think I mean, we're I liked think... generally. There are just a there's a vocal minority that hate me on Reddit because I think they're a little I I I probably poke the bear a little bit with those people and I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, Trace they come out with half, we're gonna draw, if, we're gonna yeah Trace gonna up losing this half of our audience by the end of the year. I'm get, I'm gonna lose my flair because they're like we can't have this guy have flair anymore. It's just not gonna work. Yeah, I don't have a flair on mine. How you guys got both got the flair? I don't. I never got a flair. Uh, messages. You just talk to the mods, man. They're nice people. Yeah, I they did it. Like they did it without. I didn't ask it. I just one day logged in and saw I had flair. Devin and I have actually messaged the mods about podcast stuff, and so they were adding us to the I right have, bar. I, well, actually, I don't think I've mess- I think I messaged it about Pat stuff. Maybe since I'm like on his show a lot as well as our show, like they don't know what to do. I actually think that they do a really good job. Uh, oh, I, I think they do an outstanding job. The well. mods of that Reddit. Yeah, the fact really, they're able to really keep it not, honestly, the fact alone they're keep, able to keep it spoiler free for me is like that is a full time non paid gig to keep that sub spoiler free, and I applaud them for all of like, that. I, I see people complain about like being litigious. I think when you're in that scenario, you have to just be absolutely no exception. Uh, I think you just, I, like, they do it absolutely right. Like. I think the issue is that with a lot of separate reddits, it gets to the point where the people that are moderators go power crazy. And mm-hmm. the subreddit loses loses its fun, right? Um, and pretty much anything that you post goes away, and no one it never sees the light of day. And I feel like they've able. I been able sometimes to when I'm just trying to post a question on other subreddits, and it's not letting me. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. like there's certain rules or criteria you have to meet. Like you have to have so many upvotes before on that sub before you can post. Like, all right, but. What happens is what Devin said. If you don't follow the mods narrative of what they like, you're not going to get upvoted. So you're never going to post. It's a, it's a circle jerk in some cases when it comes to those subreddits. Did you guys see that there's another challenge subreddit that has like a decent amount of people on it? No, I I didn't think it had a decent amount of people on it. I thought there was like nobody that I wouldn't want to go on it because I would be worried about getting spoiled on something. Yeah. There's a, there's another one now that I think there's like quite a few people like within the thousands because how many, do, how many are they, they supposed to be unspoiled or spoiled? I have no idea, Rob. I don't know. I mean, there's I like fifty thousand people on the subreddit, the main subreddit. I, I mean, it's, it's a lot more. of people. So right now on the main one, it's 
Let's see. It's loading. On the mean one, it's 70,000. And then so many on wow. the other one, let's see if I can find the other one. It's 11,000. Right? That's a good so number for a secondary yeah. subreddit. That's not bad. What do you think the owner, what the reason why they decide, why, why this one's gaining steam? You know what I mean? Like, what is this one doing differently? Or do you think it's just people that find this one by I accident? Think, I don't think it could be people like logging into it by accident. Like, I don't think that, I don't know if they're necessarily doing anything different. I think it yeah. also just depends on the quality of the post. And this is not me bagging on the mods of the subreddit for MTV Challenge. The, the thing is, is when you have 70,000 people on your sub, there are certain segments of the fan base that are a little fanatical about certain players and their oh, takes yeah. are so off the wall wrong that you're just like, okay, there's one thing about having an opinion and there's another thing about having a delusion. I mean, there's a lot of people who do some really nasty, insane stuff. On these yeah. And there are people like doxing the cast for not wearing a mask in the pandemic on Twitter. Like there's a lot of that kind of nonsense. And when I see those things, I download the crap out of those posts because it's like, I'm here to talk about the challenge. I'm not here to talk about who is not wearing a mask in the pandemic on the challenge subreddit. I don't care. So I could see because of the proliferation and it's not the mods fault. They do a good job of regulating that. Um, they let some of it go and some of it that gets way out of hand, they delete. So I give them all the props in the world for how they handle that. But I could see there being a a smaller subreddit of the harder of hardcore people, kind of like the people that listen to this show, I think. I don't even think it's like harder of the hardcore. I think it's, Maybe it's more just Wild West, like anything for I don't know. I don't. I don't feel the need to check. Look at what I sent out. This is from the other one. It's what? Which one of you brought up TJ's face over Kyle? Which one of you said it? I, I said that I didn't see it. Oh, did somebody yeah, post so, about it? Yeah, someone said when you're trying to be serious, but the class idiot keeps saying funny <laughs> shit, and then it's just a photo of that's uh, hysterical TJ's face. Man, trying I didn't to, know like, if it was that bad. I, it was yeah, funny, I dude. Go watch the video. It's probably already on a GIF or something. Yeah, I didn't catch that at all. It's it was priceless. Like right. watching Kyle go, shit. Oh, it was good. So anyway, listener email. We're listener eight minutes email. later. We'll get to the email. Here you we always, go. You can always send us listener emails at challengechronicles at gmail dot com. Uh, this person he didn't leave his name, so I won't say his name. Uh, it says episode thirteen takes. I don't know about you guys, but making tonight's episode an hour was definitely the right thing to do, considering what they had. I, I also wanted to get your guys' takes on things regarding this season and the challenge in general. One, uh, win or lose, does Leroy get a hero send-off similar to what Timmy received on Inferno 3, or does he quietly go off into the sunset? Two, what are the odds that a former real-world cast member doesn't win this season? CT, Corey, Leroy, Anissa, Nani. Three, off-topic of season 36, what would it take for MTV and Bino Murray to get Battle of the Champions to happen? And do you think projects like the We Want OGs can help bring back older champions? And always appreciate the podcast and take care. So let's do the first one first. Uh, will Leroy get great his- email, by the way? I love these questions. Yeah, this is a good email. Uh, will Timley get a send off similar to Leroy? No, like I think that's kind of tough. Oh, will to do Leroy get one like Timmy? Yeah, Leroy get one, yeah. get one like t- Timmy. No, I don't think I so. think it's harder to do that in a final, and I definitely think he's making the final. So yeah. I, maybe on the reunion yeah. they do something, but like No, I, I actually think that he will get a similar edit to what Brad got after Cutthroat. 
where they just show a few scenes, but it's not going to be like this That's a good poignant. Call. That's a good call. Like, I think they will do flashbacks to him and Mike Mike on Rivals. You'll see him, you know, making out with Teresa or somebody. Like, they'll they'll show like five or six things and he'll talk over all the things he's learned on the challenge. But you cannot beat Timmy's send-off speech and montage he got. No is one has gotten a better send-off. Like has anyone, got a better, has anyone got a better one? Well, not no, many people have t- retired. Like retired coming into the yeah, season. Yeah, people retire and like are back six months later. Like Jordan Mark is like on the Terry Funk of back the challenge. Jo- yeah, Mark, Mark Long, Long has retired so many times. All right, this is number like the challenge. The challenge is like Brett Favre retiring. Like it's just not even a thing. Number two, what are the odds that a former real world cast member doesn't win the season? So I actually did the math on this. Um, so if it's just like strictly like how many people yeah, are left, people people probably, probably. yeah. So if it's looking at it from like an individual level, so like there are no, uh, so like everyone's their own per- like person. Essentially, it's fifty percent uh, that someone doesn't. Uh, if it's the teams that are constituted, right one now, male and one female win. Yeah, um, is it really only? Fi- is it really? Fifty percent that a, well, in a male got, team. Well, how how were you setting it up, Devin? Were you setting it up like the pairs? No, just individually. Okay. So hold, hold on. So I, individually, it's fifty percent on the first half. Look at it, and then um, as the teams are constituted now, it'd be sixteen percent, like sixteen point six, that uh, one of them doesn't win. Just because why, I think why it, is it point why is it point six and point three? Uh, for the first one, why, why is it point six six and point three? So I average these two together, right? So there's four four out of the six men. I don't think you should average them together. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it because it's an equal number. But because if either of those hit, then that counts. Because it's uh, I'm saying if either of those hit, then it counts. It's if just one real world runs. So you should take point three of the remaining of the real world to win. How do you do that then? Like the easiest way to do it for me would be to build out every single outcome that could possibly happen, and then just take yeah. how many of those outcomes. I know that's what this is attempting to do, right? So there's is it four out of six men have been on real world? Or, yeah, yeah, Fessy and Durrell are the only two that haven't so been on Kyle. Uh, real world. Oh, and Kyle, so that's three. Three of the six uh, currently have not been on the real world for, on the male side. For women then? Um, Nani. Anissa. Anissa. No. Yeah. Uh, Nani, Anissa, and that's it, right? All right. Um, so if it's three out of the six. Because it's six and six, so that would be 50% if it's individual. So if it's three out of six for... Uh, if it's three out of six... For the men, that means there's a fifty percent chance that a man will win, right? That's from the yeah. If there's a two out of the six women, that means there's a thirty-three percent chance, right? And there's going to be a female winner and a male winner, right? And then you would average those two together. You wouldn't average them. Average. Why would it be any less than fifty? Because it's just a, it's just a. There's only a thirty-three. You have to go through the permutation. There's only a 33% chance. I'm pretty confident this is how you do this. Look into it after, but I'm pretty sure this is how you do this. There's only a 33% chance that a uh, a woman would win. 
right? And so, yeah, it's a 50. So, Rob, that last one, it's it's not the odds that one of them will win. It's an odd that one of them won't win. Look at the look at the formula in Q twenty eight because I'm subtracting it by one. Do you see what I'm saying? It should, it should, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why? That's the art that one of them won't win? Correct. So the odds so, that... Well, okay, let's think about this logically. That, that was so a there's a 50% chance a guy... Wait, 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 wait. There's a 50% chance a guy from Real World wins, correct? Yes. We all agree no, with that. Trace, we, wait, 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 Trace, we agree with that, right? No, it's four out of six men have been on Real World. So whatever that... Three, Kyle, Fessy, and Darrell haven't. Oh, that's right. I forgot Kyle. Uh, Three out of six. 50%. There's a 50% chance. We all agree with that outcome, correct? Correct. How can it be any less than that? Because... Yeah, you're right. Because so we I, don't know partner permutations. We no, don't know a lot of them. We know that one of the guys is winning. We know there's a 50% chance one of those guys is from Real World. It makes zero sense for it to be right, a this, this essentially counts it as um, that so it, it doesn't take into account that there has to be a... You should be doing six to the power of six. Why? That's the amount... That's the... um. Oh, not six to the power of six. Excuse me. I was thinking. Oh, never mind. The way that I'm just thinking. Give me, give me one minute to do that. Give him a minute. But the way that I think about it, 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 it's a data analysis miner. It should be coming in handy. If we are just going by, we want one person from the real world to win this. If there's a 50% chance on the men's side and there's a 33% chance on the women's side, then the chances of a real world person winning should be the average of those two percentages. How does that make any sense, dude? So because there's different, there are so many permutations where it could be two big brother people or can or 50% chance a guy from real world wins. Right. But uh, right. But that's not the accurate number. When you take into account it's pairs. I, but if one of those guys is still winning, right? One guy is winning. We know, we know one guy is winning. Right. Oh, do it, do it, do it while um, we go through all right, the rest. All right, I'll stop talking. So, all right, go through the rest of the email. The, all right, the way that what was his other question for for the way that the teams are constituted now? Uh, th- this is much easier math. It's eighty percent. It's eighty three percent. We'll say eighty three percent. It's eighty three percent chance that one of them wins the way that they're constituted right now because five. So out it's of, only a it's a seventeen percent chance that someone from Road Rule or Real World won't win. Correct. Okay. So the third question, I don't even fucking remember it at this point. Uh, <laughs> off topic of season 36, what would it take for MTV and Puna Marie to get a battle of the champions to happen? And do you think projects like the Wii 1OGs can help bring back Boulder champions? Yeah, I definitely think it could. I mean, I think that's a, one of like the main reasons. I don't why see why they would do battle of the champions. I, don't, I just don't see what's the point. You know what they do no, it? They do it as a Paramount Plus show with a smaller cast done. They've, they've like done that. Champs versus Seasons, and the last two seasons of Champs versus one all champions on the champ side. Like That's just not something they'll do. Well, I, with an OG type season, it's possible. Because if you shrink the cast down to, I don't know, 18 to 20 people, there's a lot of champions in recent seasons. There's not been a whole lot of repeat winners in the last seven years. Our last seven seasons. Oh, I would disagree with that a lot. Jenny was the like, the, especially on the woman's side. There's hasn't been that many winners. Um, I I said yes. I definitely agree. As far as uh, them using it as a way to bring back older people 
into the season. Like, I think we're definitely going to see that. I think we're definitely going to see people from this upcoming OG season. I just don't see, like, okay, we're not going to bring Tina back because she didn't happen to be on a winning team at some point in one of these early seasons. That seems crazy to me. But that's why they do a couple OG seasons and then they do a battle of the champions and you've got, you know, the the battle of the champions, you can just do a random pick on whose team they're on at that point or however they're going to do it. That's not like, because I mean, right there, something that makes that champion is not, it's not only something that they don't value with the way they format the show. It doesn't make sense for them to value a champion on the show. I mean, so the thing is that like seasons were like nine people win, some seasons where one person wins. How these winners are determined is very fluid. It's not like Survivor where the format's consistent. I think that's why it makes it easier for them to do, right? It's a larger pool for them to do. It's easier to do. Yeah, that's why I think it's... Like, there's just so many seasons of the show that, you know what, one season they're going to be like, you know what, screw it, let's just do it. Like, we'll we'll mark the shit out of it. But, like, we even talk about champions in that way. Like, I just don't think that's... like we they had Champs versus was the name of the show. So two of the three seasons, they're casting ten people. Two of the three seasons, they weren't all champions. I think that's a different thing, though, because they were just getting a paycheck for charity. They are not competing for half a million dollars. That, that there was zero show. incentive. There is zero incentive to go on Champs versus unless you just want to be back on the show and maybe get cast. They, they if there was no financial... Right? I mean, no way they want to get appearance fees. If you're, they're getting an appearance fee, but put someone like Landon in. Like he said, the reason he didn't go back is even his appearance fee wasn't enough to cover what he made when he wasn't on the show. You're, you're distracting me from doing math, by the way. <laughs> Normally, I would so, be very happily take, but so like I, you know, just real quick on his question, and we'll we'll get his math done and we'll wrap up. So um, when you when I think Battle of the Champions, to me, it's a no brainer exclusive for Paramount Plus with the We Want OGs thing. Because you could do a three or four week filming thing and you could get CT. It's basically the War of the Worlds two men's cast. You could have CT, Zach, Bananas, Wes, well, this is more modern Jordan. But see, that's like, that's the thing. You could really mix it up and do the modern. So if you were able to get CT, Wes, and Zach, and Bananas, and Jordan, and I'll even give you, uh, trying to think of something, Frank. Sure. And then you cast like Mark Long, Derek, Darrell, like you could get a cast of 10 male challenge champions that would be really good. And there are also enough varied female champions. I mean, there's Jenny, there's Smashley. Um, you've got, uh, well, Camilla's not an option. Um, That's uh, all, honestly, I would be absolutely stunned if they did anything like, and it was, wow. it was actually just all people who had won the show before on the cast. I would be very very surprised i just i I think it like but like just look at it from a logical perspective on their standpoint they're not going to cast somebody who should be on the cast because they didn't happen to be on a winning team some point in like season 11 i could see them do it it would be like a chance for them to like dust off like katie doyle you know what i mean and bring her she's not oh she is a champion but like julian tina wanted this season and they're not going to cast them because they didn't happen on another season you know what i mean it's not like this is not necessarily you don't know when you're going to get that white white these people's availabilities are going to be necessarily what do you mean like you don't you don't julie wasn't able to do this season you don't know when she's going to be able to do a season she's on like she's ready to be on the cast and you're not going to cast her because this loopy format they do that with all the time. They do that all the time, like every season. But I think when you're going to like a spinoff like that, I I just don't. I don't. I would be. No, this, I would is be a, very this is not a spinoff. This is a season. It's just of a the one show. shot. This is a season I, of the regular. I, I, I don't see it happening, dude. I, I I'll bet on this. 
Like at some point that they do in all championships. Well, what are we <laughs> betting on for this? What, what's the what's the how many years? This is a long term bet. <laughs> this yeah. it might be a while. How many, this might be two years. Hundred bucks. How many? Hundred bucks. How, how many years am I in the hole for this? In, until this show ends. Until the podcast. What's the show, show going to end? What the show doesn't it's end? It's going to end within our lifetime. It'll end at some point. We don't know when. Yeah, but it'll but end it's going to end over like seventy-five and hundred dollars. It's going to be worth anything. It's it went dead. Come on, bananas are still the greatest. No. The, the, yeah, and then if he happens to it, it's going to be where the money is actually worth something. People, I, I think it's more likely now because people didn't think Survivor was ever going to do this too. Like it never. Mm-hmm. People never thought a winner is so different in Survivor than the challenge event always I, has been. It's, it's one so, person winning. I think it's harder format. I think what the argument you're giving right now makes it more likely that they do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would be, I would be. I mean, the fact that CBS did it for Survivor, Viacom is streaming both of these shows. They have invested in a spinoff for the OGs. It is entirely plausible that if they do OG season two, it's Battle of the Champions. Like I could totally see that happening. Because you could even dust off a Dan Setzler. You could dust off Adam Larson. You could dust off several people that are OG-ish and then throw in a Bananas West CT situation too. Like, it'd be so easy. So. We're getting there on this bet. You guys keep distracting me with your, your bad take. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this doesn't take that long. There's got to be a way to do this without, like, writing every single one of them out. Someone, some person, I, I guarantee you there's at least one per- person. Uh, I'm, I'm actually almost done. Give me one Screaming second. at the microphone right now. If anyone knows how to actually do the math on this. No, I, I, I know how to do I know how to do it. I just need I, to type it out. I, what do you, no, you I don't. There's a, way to do, there's a way to do the math for this without writing out every single permutation. Like, we, like, there's a way that you don't have to do that. I mean, if you want to go simple, you could just say there's 12 people left. And of it's, those 12 um, people, 50% are from the real world. So the chances of a non real world person winning are 50%. Do you just take the higher number? Is that what it is? Is it 50%? No, it's not. So, I mean, it's four men and two women out of 12 that have I, been I've on got, the real get, world. This, my freaking calculator is taking so long. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a uh, 75% of real world to win. Okay. So done. pretty close. So, okay. Someone, That's someone pretty good. Please, done. You someone, would think it was less than 50. <laughs> Just Someone, like, have you not figured out that sometimes I say things just to wind you up because it gets a reaction well, I, I, and it's entertaining? I have entertaining. a feeling that if Trace ever starts doing these bets instead of Devin, I'm going to come out looking a lot better. Someone please... Why do you think I don't bet? <laughs> it's, Someone, the hot take is funnier than the bet. Someone please email the Challenge Chronicles at gmail.com and tell us the correct way to do this. Uh... I bet you, uh, who was the guy it's, that did um, statistics for us for a while? Uh, Sheriff? Sheriff? Dude, uh, he probably, you, you his, take, um, he's screaming at us right now. I know how to, I can't, it's hard for me to explain it, but it's like you have to take the, you take the odds that are remaining from the larger odds. You would take the 50, the, the it was 50% that the man wins, then you would take the two out of six chance that a woman from the real world wins, then you would take the remaining left from the, um, what's remaining from the larger portion of that. Yeah. It's just hard and for me to divide. explain over the thing, but I, I yeah, fair enough. All I right. trust you. I, in all so, seriousness, I trust that. So we're good. All right. We got anything else? Uh, buy a shirt at big That's dub with two B's. If you buy a shirt today is our tonight is still currently March 10th. If you buy a shirt in the next 48 hours on the site, it's 35% off. So 
if you're looking to get some merch, now is a good sale to do it. Yeah. And then just a reminder about the survey. Uh, if you could go take that, we'll leave it in the show notes now. Um, we yeah, we need to double check to make sure that link works. Last time when I put it in, I, I only got it to work on one of the episode descriptions. All right. Yeah, we put it in last week's episode too, but um, we didn't make any announcements on it because we were kind of in a rush. I, It also didn't work for a lot of the episode descriptions. So if people tried to use it, it didn't work. Yeah, our, our hosting provider is absolutely terrible. Well, uh, I tried to get us to switch. You guys would, we could find what we like better. but We, we would have paid more money better, for yeah. the same functionality. So we went cheap and maybe we shouldn't have. It's terrible. And like I sent them a, I sent them a message and they were pretty much just like pound sand, like get out of here. Like no help <laughs> whatsoever. Zero. Do you know the etymology of pound sand? Uh, <laughs> oh, who knows? No, it I just like, know that. I, Zencaster has been great to deal with support wise. They've really been yeah. helpful. They they didn't exactly give me the answer I liked, but they told me the truth. And that's all I ask for. If you tell me that, hey, your product just messed up. There's no real excuse for it. We're sorry. We'll do better. We're actually doing yeah, bug fixes also, to fix like, it. Offer to help with, with Podbean, it's like, yeah, we our product doesn't offer that. And then we're like, well, <laughs> well no, we have support, supposed. but not really. With Podbean, they told me to reach out to like Apple iTunes. And the moment I read that, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, just, we're done. That, that might as well be like you telling me, like, just delete this email. Like, we're not helping you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, the logic of that answer is so stupid for those of you who are not in the technical world, because all Apple is doing is taking an RSS feed generated by our podcast provider and just rendering it, okay? If the link is not rendering, it's something with the RSS feed. Like, there's no question that that's the problem. (laughs) This is what's weird, though. So there are some circumstances where the links, the same link, right, the same description there's one section of the Apple podcast app where the links will work. And then another section of the Apple podcast app, well, they weren't. So honestly, like it may be something with Apple. I have no fucking idea. Either way, that, that's the reason why the links don't work sometimes. Um, yeah. So but they if, will work on YouTube. So we'll have yeah. it on YouTube. <laughs> so if you could please answer the listener uh, poll that we're doing, that would be great. Winner will get a free t-shirt if you give us the email. Um, if you could leave us a rating review on iTunes, I would. I'm assuming random here. drawing, or are we gonna like do something else? I'll do my random spreadsheet generator that I've done. So we could pick whichever person gives us the best, like gives us the best, the best. little answer at the bottom. Then so we'll just the, argue for an hour and a half on the podcast about who gave the best answer. We argue That's a lot, not... anyways. Like, well, this just gives us something to argue about besides Drew Lock and challenge statistics. Fair we enough. need to. We need to make the wagers. This wagers tab public. I, I wonder who people, who, will be, who people will be supporting in these wagers. I really need to make up some ground. I really need to get like a, a groundswell of people mess, uh, emailing John Elway to keep Drew Lock in as a starter. For this is time. why we're doing the premium content, folks, so that we have a Slack where you can interact with us directly and have these uh, arguments like the, I, with I, I, us. I, the interactions I've had publicly tend to be so very polarized. You do you have a win yet? I don't think you do. I definitely have one win. <laughs> you have. Really, I have four. Wins he had a big crash and burn. The thing is, the two people we were betting on, both year, they both were left in for weird circumstances. So that they you were yeah, and they, they the those were pushers. Those yeah, were pushers. What I'm saying is, like, if I, me betting on Tori, yes, that was a bad bet, and I didn't even really believe it when I made it. I shouldn't have made that bet. But what I'm saying is, like, there was no ability for me to win those bets with Tori. 
No, no, I'm saying there was no ability because since Lolo and Nam both left for circumstances that were wiping the bets, there's no way for me to win the bet at that point. Yeah, because the bet was if Lolo makes the final, is she the favorite? And Rob said no. You said bet. yes. No, I thought no, that was the bet. The bets were all like me picking one to outlast. Yeah, but you wouldn't have okay. lost either. Like I'm not counting those other ones as losses. Well, but I'm the sure. ones, the one Corey, you're counting for me as a loss, right? Yes, because Lolo lasted longer. I know, but Lolo, there was no. What I'm saying is, there's no. If I we had agreed on a camera versus Lolo, but which I tried to get across, but couldn't. There was no capability for me to win that bet. Correct, but you wouldn't have lost, though. That's what I'm saying. You'd have just pushed. It's a, I understand, but any of these bets I could have made, I had no ability to win. I was only able to lose. I'm still mad that I didn't take Devin's Lolo bet because I would have cashed on that one. No, I'm saying we wouldn't have because she left for weird. No, no, no. There was another conversation we had where Devin was like, she's going to make the final. And I said, I bet she's not. And I should have taken it. I should have taken the bet because I did. I had zero confidence. Huh? Would you Uh, count that as a winner? No. If the bet was to make the final, uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. If the uh, bet was, will X make the final? I don't care yeah. why they didn't make the final. If so, they don't make the final, you lose that bet. If we wipe the Natalie and Nam bets, I don't know why we're not wiping the Lolo bets. And if we're wiping any Lolo or any Nam bets, there's no ability for me to win the bet. So I think we would have, like, there would have been a conversation about it if Trace and I made that bet. And I think Trace would, Trace's whole argument around Lolo what, this season was that she was going to blow up at a certain point. Well, that was my, that was my argument, too, to be fair. And Rob had the same argument. Have the same yeah. mental cap- you didn't have the yeah. mental capabilities to do so it. So the only non-Lolo uh, nom bet that has been resolved that I won was the Trump one. Trump will not be present by Inauguration Day. Well, no. Oh, the Trevor Lawrence bet, I think I'm... A- the Trevor Lawrence bet I should have put more money on. I honestly hadn't even your take was like I hadn't even heard somebody give that take before that he was that the ja- he was going to ask out of the Jaguars. Well, no, I thought I thought there was a chance. So it was a bunch of different things. So it was that, and then I thought that there was a chance that he could go back to Clemson. Well, but he that thought was all that based he, on him just not wanting to go to the Jaguars, right? Right when no, when was, the bet was talked about, he thought he might not declare for the draft. Yeah, that was the other part of it too. And so I like that was really when I thought that I lost. I thought that I lost the moment he declared for the draft. Um, but there's still a chance. I still think the Jags are taking him at this point. Like oh, Urban Meyer no would be stupid if he didn't. No, I, I mean, look, I'm not uh, a draft I'm not going to pretend to. Have Rob, have you heard the Chris Sims mock draft? Have you heard about this? This has been going around like crazy, hasn't um, it? I was just listening to it now. Some like some of the most fire like if you look at the quarterback rankings. Well, he has like, yeah he had Wilson ahead of Lawrence and he had Kellen Mond in his top six. He had him like top three, didn't he? He had him, he he had him he had, four. Wow. Was that, I mean, was like, that no. I, what really bothers me about this is he's clearly done the film work and he's and he's an NFL quarterback, so he clearly has experience in it. And like people like us are like clowning him but for these takes. The thing is, we know, dude. Do you think he's doing this? Do you think this is serious by him, or do you think he's oh, doing one hundred percent? Or do you think he's doing this because he knows people will talk about it and it'll get him like? No, I think he's one hundred percent serious. He had he had Herbert and Jordan Love ahead of two of last draft. He had Daniel Jones number six the draft before that. He actually has a pretty. If you go back and look at it, he has a pretty good record, and um, it's often controversial. I think he actually just knows what he's talking about. And since he's not, he he says he's not anchoring his opinion. Like he doesn't look at anybody else's rankings beforehand. It's hard to do that, but like that's what he says. And he just grinds the film himself. Then I mean, I don't see why they couldn't come out different than other people. 
Okay. I'll the, check it out. I haven't read it. I think that'd be interesting. For, for me, out. it's just it just really bothers me that people who like I haven't like I, dude, I don't have time to do film work on these guys. Like I have no clue. I, I like so I for me to criticize what he's ta- what he's saying is crazy to me. Wait, he doesn't even have he doesn't have Fields or Lawrence number one. Who does he have? He has Zach Wilson. Yeah, okay, he had Wilson one. Well, Wilson's the pretty right, consensus so this, too at this point. Here I have this is what it is. It's Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Yes, Jones, Mond, yeah. Oh, Mond, Fields, Lance. So I think having Mac Fields Jones type low, three is questionable. I watched that dude play all season, man. That's questionable. All right. Like, my thing is just like, what the hell? What do let's I know, dude? Here. Like, I, I have no clue. I have yeah. no base to criticize him for this. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Listener emails, challengechronicles.com, survey in the description, and we'll talk to you again next week when we talk about episode 14. Thank you. Bye.